0: Hey guys, Murray Valeriano, of the Road Stories Podcast here. It's 10 AM in the morning. What's the AM stand for? Why am I up? Is that a good joke? The uh, doesn't actually uh relate to AM. AM? What's the AM for? AM. Why am I up? uh oh okay all right i got it yeah all right well it's not good if you have to explain it <laughs> it's, a, it's a thinker <laughs> well i'm very heady in my comedy what's going on guys uh recording here at the uh, all things comedy studios engineer aaron's over there starting off with a few announcements come all right where do we start first of all i got into a big argument with my manager yesterday and he yelled at me for not having a fan page on facebook so here's the deal. The Road Stories podcast page is so problematic, as a bunch of you know, because you've emailed me saying you've tried to tag the show, you've, you've tried to comment, you've tried to post stuff on it, and it doesn't accept it. And my fault. I set that thing up years ago, uh, probably didn't know what I was doing, probably set it to private or something like that. I don't know. But here's the story. I'm going to kill that page shortly, uh, and I'm starting the Murray Valeriano fan page reluctantly, but, uh, that's what I'm doing. And that's where, um, that's where the podcast is going to go. That's where my dates are going to go. That's it's, it's, it's where stupid jokes are going to go. It's where lovely pictures of me and my childhood will go. Uh, you know, all that throwback there is everything. So it's going to be kind of umbrellaed under the Murray Valeriano Facebook, uh, forward slash Murray Valeriano. I think it's forward, is it forward or backward forward forward slash Murray Valeriano is where it's going to be. Uh, so look for that Give a like. I will still be able to interact. I had a few people. uh, I made the announcement on Facebook yesterday before this record. And some people asked if I'd still be able to comment on their page and stuff. I'm still going to be able to do all that stuff. Still be interactive. Still look forward to hearing from you guys. Email me. Comment on the Facebook page. Message me through Facebook, Twitter. All that noise. Um, Murray.Valeriano at gmail or comics on safari at gmail all those great places uh you can still reach out contact me i return every email i comment on every comment so um look for that on facebook why'd you just look at me i was checking to see if i put water out i forgot all right well let's get water before guests here aaron this is a professional environment I don't want any kind of lackadaisical work ethic coming in here. I know you've been here for a while. You think you own the place. You think you can just waltz right in here and coast. Well, you know Uh, what? This is podcasting, buddy. This is the upper echelon of media. That's what I'm told. We have many people. (laughs) You know, know, did you read the... All right. Happy Mother, belated Mother's Day to you guys. Mother's Day was Sunday. Um, I apologize for this, but I am quoting the headline from The Onion On Mother's Day, did you read this, Aaron? I don't know if I saw it. If you have sensitive ears, plug them now. The headline was, uh, area area mother gets served breakfast in bed minutes after being eaten out. (laughs) (laughs) It was hilarious. It's a funny article. Love the onion. Um, All right, so the Facebook page. Then, of course, we've got uh, Comics on Safari. This third, when you hear this, this Thursday, May nineteenth. This Thursday, May nineteenth, La Jolla Comedy Store. Uh, me, Mark Schumacher, Tim Lee, a couple. Oh, Kirk Zipfel, a uh, really funny dude. We haven't had on the show before. Uh, a couple local guys and Matt Fulcheron. The token skater has been added. Get your tickets there uh, at the La Jolla Comedy Store website or go through my Facebook page. Uh, also, the Purple Onion coming up to the Purple Onion, June second. Looking forward to that. Uh, Tickets um, on Eventbrite. You can Google Murray Valeriano, Tim Lee, Purple Onion. They'll go there, or you can check out the link on my Facebook page or my website. And then added, did I add this yet for last week? I added Fort Lauderdale cruising down with Lachlan Patterson in June, the last week of June. So I know there's a few Lauderdalian listeners out there. Uh, Lachlan and I are going to be doing shows for the weekend and there's an off chance we'll be doing a one-nighter up in northern Florida, but more on that later. I think that... Oh, why do I always forget the podcast festival?
1: Uh, it's
0: a ways off. It, well, not really. Where are we? May? May, it's June, September. June, July, August, September. Four months. Uh-huh. Four months. That is... That is that's going to come quickly. So here's the deal. Road Stories podcast will be Friday night, 10 or 11 o'clock. I forget the time. Come on out. I know a lot of you guys fly out on Saturday, but now... You have a reason to fly out on Friday. Fly out on Friday. The show's a great show. I got some comics lined up, and what I do is I, I just make it a casual recording. I have other comics drop in, tell stories. It's a good time. Matt Kirschen dropped in last time. Graham Elwood dropped in last time. Of course, Graham Elwood dropped in. Come on. Take a break, buddy. You're about to be as overexposed as Amy Schumer. Take it down, buddy. A um, bunch of other comics stop by. We have drinks. It's a good time. Oh, check this out. I can't say who it is, Aaron. But I had a comedian scheduled to do this show in the next couple of weeks. He had an amazing podcast. Um, He doesn't do it anymore, but we were going to do it. We're going to, he was going to record this show in a couple of weeks, but I pitched him an idea to record at the LA podcast festival. He's a great comedian, had a great podcast. Everybody loves him. I can't say what his name is. It's not for sure set in stone, but if it goes through, it's going to be rad, and you're going to want to get your tickets as soon as they go on sale for this. I'm telling you, this is going to be one of my favorite shows I've ever done. So uh, LA Podcast Festival, get your tickets. There's also going to be a live stream, correct? Yep. Has that gone up? That hasn't gone up yet, has it? No. All right. There's going to be a live stream. Now, when you buy this live stream, I think it's 20 bucks, Uh you put in a code which will, Road Stories will get its own code. You put that in, you'll get five bucks off. off, So that's 15. And then uh, I split that money with the the rest with the podcast festival. Right? So this, Mm -hmm. so that, so if you order the live stream you put in, which I think will probably be road or road stories will be the promo code. I'll give it to you. You can watch the whole festival, the whole festival, T to B baby, T to B. That's what we could call on television. Top to bottom. You can watch it from the first. I was going to say taint to balls. I'm sorry. Aaron, this is a family show. It really is. I don't, is. this is, my mother listens to this show. My apologies. She is, all right, you apologize to my mother directly. Yeah. No. What's ma'am. her, what's her name? Pat Valeriano. My apologies, Pat Valeriano. Okay, thank you. Uh, put in the, and you can watch the whole festival. I mean, you can watch every, like uh, 40 some odd shows. 40 some odd shows, and they stay up for like a month. Yeah. So if you can't watch, you can't watch it live on the weekend, you can go back and watch it. You can watch Road Stories, you can watch Mark Maron, uh Comedy Film Nerds, Mm -hmm. Never Not Funny, Uh, Jackie, Dork Forest will probably be there. Her new one will probably be there. Yeah, yeah, Jackie and Laurie Show. Jackie and Laurie Show, Crab Feast is going to be there again this year? I believe so, yeah. All right, Crab Feast is great. We love the Crab Feast. I was hanging out with Jay the other day. Uh So more on that LA Podcast Festival. Uh, Looking forward to seeing you guys uh, on the road this summer and at the Podcast Festival. As always, at Marie V on Twitter. Thanks for listening. You want to know about life on the road?
1: It's booze, tacos, angry gore, strippers waving guns. And these fights, cancel plights, running with the runs. And
2: blacklists, bounce checks, great at Bachelorette. Drunks <laughs> in the front, making out for your set.
0: And middle acts doing blow more, missing merch. And drive the rental car past another mega church, And juice keys, vagina fist, your cell phone is gone. One big law and order
1: marathon.
0: I'm waiting for the finger. Not yours. (laughs) Not that that finger. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, thanks for tuning in to the Road Stories podcast, Uh, everybody. I'm your host, Murray Valeriano, part of the All Things Comedy Network. What's going on at All Things Comedy this week, Engineer Aaron? Uh, We're adding a couple new shows. You're adding a couple new shows? I cannot announce just yet. Oh. uh, Are they good? They are big. They are good. They are funny. All right. And they are coming soon. Um, What's that bring us to? How many shows? 57. 57 shows on the network. Wow. I think I joined there were 18? Yeah, yeah. You're an early adopter. Yeah. Uh through Jackie Cation, I believe, got uh-huh. got me through this. I remember I was working in Vegas at a very shitty club, which is now gone. Did you guys ever work a uh, Big Al's comedy club? <laughs> no? <laughs> no, i no. Big Al's <laughs> Big Owls Big Al. <laughs> and Big Al was an alligator or a crocodile. <laughs> I forget. It was a crocodile or an alligator. Big smile on his face. Yeah, yeah. Look like Owls. a wallet. And, oh, I just die in a terrible death every night, man. <laughs> just there was one night where it was two tables full of Asian tourists who didn't oh, speak English. No. It was just and I remember laying in my bed in the hotel, and I called my wife, and my wife was having some problems with this was a few years ago, probably about Frank, my son was probably about a year old and uh she was just having problems being at home alone with the kid and i was miserable in vegas and i'm like pick up my phone i'm like honey i can tell him i'm sick <laughs> yeah <laughs> we can cancel this mm. we're in vegas uh, somebody th- somebody can come fill in she's like no just stay there and i was really down in the dumps was then, that was that the rio no it was the orleans i think oh yeah yeah, yeah the orleans the orleans um, oh my god but then like that day All Things Comedy called and asked if I wanted to be in their podcast network and Brian Regan called saying he wanted to be on my podcast. So that like changed my attitude. Ended up doing the week, finishing out the week on a high note and then Big Al's closed down three weeks later. (laughs) (laughs) Amy Piddle, you guys know Amy Piddle? She does uh, Sin City Comedy Club now. So she's a great manager. She ran that club best she could. So God bless her and Big Al's rest in peace.
3: All right, <laughs> is, is Big Al dead now? Is he no more, Big Al? I
0: don't know if there was an actual Big Al, like is a he porky? Like parallel Al. Now parallel, yeah. he got a gastric <laughs> bypass, and so now he just goes by Al. <laughs> <laughs> all right, joining us today in the studios. Uh, thanks again, guys, for coming in the morning. I know it's not a it's not prime time for comedians, but you have kids, so you're up anyway. Yeah. Um, all right, this is how this one went. Uh, first comedian uh, joining me today is Tyler Bow. Thanks for coming on, Bud. My pleasure. It's good to be here. Um, were you going to say something? Oh, you were apologizing for having us here early. I've been up since six thirty. So wow, mm-hmm. oh, my kid got up at six. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. He usually gets up between seven and eight and up six thirty. I,
3: uh, you know, that's where you talk about the big Al. You know, it's a bad gig when you're telling your wife, "I'll switch places with you." Seriously, <laughs> I'll come home. I'll change the kid. You, you can be with Big Al. This isn't any dream. I'm not out at the pool right no, now.
0: No, man. It was. It, it was like that. It was. It was like when. I mean, Vegas. Everybody thinks Vegas is hot all the time, but in the winter it gets really kind of June gloomy, overcast, and sixty-five yeah. degrees. And o- Orleans was off the strip, and it was just oh miserable man i was i was so oh ready ready gosh. to cancel but anyway i mean yeah i remember coming on the opener did 15 and was filthy just absolutely filthy and i got nothing against dirty comics but right. the show is seven o'clock every night oh that's the other thing seven o'clock every night an hour so i'm done by eight and right. then i just got 23 hours to kill, you know.
3: Yeah, and you're not going to sit there and spend any of
0: the 23 hours with Big Al. No, no, Big Al's, Big Al's no. lighting cigars with $100 bills somewhere. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but the, the guy was filthy, completely oh, alienated no, the audience, I, yeah, sure. you know, because it's seven o'clock, so only gray hairs are coming, yeah. you know, and it's just, and it was me and a, a guy named Mike Marino kind of co headlining it, and it was just, yeah. And then Big Al ho- pulls the cigar out of his mouth clean this up. Yeah, exactly. Murray, clean this <laughs> shit up. So it took it took like 20, 20 it took like, tw- I was doing 20 years, it took like 15 to 18 for me to get him on yeah. my side. So- <laughs> wake, wake him back up. Just in time to say Mike yeah. Marino. Yeah. Yeah. And then of course he skated in and I'm skated gonna, out.
3: I'm going to bring Mike Marino up. The lady in the third row on Oxygen just woke up.
0: <laughs> uh, so I asked Tyler, I've been trying to get you on for a while.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah, it's been, it's, I'm glad to finally get in here. I feel like uh, it, this is maybe the third time.
0: So Yeah, yeah. So I'm fi- finally glad to get you in here. We, we schedule a date. We get a date. And as listeners know, I like to book comics who are friends or have traveled together. So I email Tyler. I'm like, hey, man, anybody you traveled with or want to do this with that you think you have fun with? It's like, hmm, let me think about it. Didn't hear from him. I think Friday or wait, what was today? Tuesday? Yeah. Like last Monday, I texted you. I'm like, hey... Uh we gotta lock this. Anybody wanna do it? They're like, hm, let me let me let me think. So then we end up doing the same show on Wednesday night, and you come walking in with Keith, and I'm like, Oh, I have Keith Nelson on. And here we are. And Keith what could, Nelson and is a second comedian. And you know, ironically,
3: day. what could he say? I'm standing right there. <laughs> he can't get out of it now.
0: Uh, mm-hmm. no. He's
2: like, no. oh man. Well, I, I... I forgot that this was a a podcast that focuses around road stories, and it just works out perfect because Keith. Well, uh, the title's confusing.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Because what would a comic (laughs) know about road stories?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was going to say it turns out that uh, Keith, uh, I've done probably more gigs uh, with Keith than any other comic
0: that I've
3: ever
2: worked with. That's great.
0: Did you guys get started together?
3: No. See, I would already been headlining for a while, and he was starting out. Okay. And then within a year, of course, he was a much better actor than me, <laughs> so now
1: we don't work anymore <laughs> together,
3: but we're no. still really good friends. <laughs> So he's always calling me. He said, let's do something together. Well, let's find somewhere where we can co but still make enough money to make it home. You sure, know of I course, mean? yeah. Our, so our,
2: our friendship, was, we got to cover this, though. Our friendship was forged in the fire of competition.
3: Yeah, because we were oh, in the nice. Portland Comedy Festival. Oh, Not I mean, comedy, they, competition, right? In 2005. And wait, Portland has a comedy competition? It was, they do.
2: It was, I think, four years or five years strong, and then it was going really well, and then Randy Fisher, the guy that was running it, I think he just kind of got overwhelmed with all the... Uh, logistics of it, any, any, I think the fifth year was maybe the last year that it, that we did it, but. Uh, did it yeah.
0: run parallel with Bridgetown or. Uh, it was pre, pre, pre Bridgetown. Bridgetown oh, came pre- a little bit after that. Oh, oh okay. yeah, years later. We got a lot, lot, of, I got a lot they, of listeners up in Portland. What's up Portland? I love Portland. And I yeah, think they, I
3: think they're doing it again. Cause I remember seeing Ron, uh, what's his name? punches. Yes. Won it in like 2010. And then right after that, <laughs> you know, he blew yeah, up Yeah, he totally stopped. blew up. So, All right. So you're but, from Portland also? Huh? You're from Portland also? Yeah, Beaverton. Okay.
2: So so Keith, we do this Portland comedy competition. Keith come, comes in. He's like this veteran headliner guy, and I'm this this young buck. But, you know, it's one of those competitions where it's set up. You're only doing you're doing 10 minutes right. or 15 minutes, I think, by the time we got to finals. And mm-hmm. we got to finals, and it's
3: Keith. Se- seven in the rounds up until the Yeah. 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 So you're doing yeah. seven minutes in the prelims. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. Uh, which kind of levels the playing field for a younger comic like mm-hmm. myself at the time. And uh, and Keith and I find our way to the finals, and I, I, it was we were just head to head going back and forth, so it was just like this, this competition. But uh, after that, we just became buddies. He, he took me out on the road, and we did. I mean, we did triple runs, and we've done uh,
3: all kinds of road gigs Midwest, and uh, I mean, we'll get into that. But <laughs> and, and you know what's great about having him in the car? There's comics you don't want to be in the car with. Oh yeah, you're in the car with him for four hours, and it's like. I'm gonna have to kill him before the gig. <laughs> <laughs> well, I gotta find the plastic. Call Mo. Call Big Al. Call Big Al. You know, and lay this guy out in the yeah, truck because yeah. I can't. And I'm a hyper person, but it's like, shut the hell up. Right, or, right. Just, just shut up for ten minutes. I don't need yeah. constant. What,
0: I think Graham Elwood said on here sometimes a road sign is just a road sign. Yeah, you don't have to make a joke oh out of everything. <laughs> and
3: he's like that. He's like. He knows when to be quiet. Oh, nice. The the nicest, he's not only really, really funny, but he knows the nicest thing I can say about him, he knows when
0: to be quiet. Oh, that's so good. And you
3: you can't ask any more of a comic than knowing when to just
0: chill, dude. That is so right, man. There's nothing worse than a comic that's always on. Uh, I take it back. The only thing worse than a comic that's always on (laughs) is a person who expects you to always be on. Always be on, right. I have friends that I surf with out in the water that I just, You know, for the longest time, that was my fortress of solitude. You know, where I go out there, the real world didn't exist, and then run into other comics who surf, and that's a whole other story. But it would just be out there, and before Facebook, nobody knew you. Before Twitter, you're just another face in the water. And then all of a sudden they find out you're a comic and they want to fucking do jabs and barbs. And it's like, oh, you're a comic,
3: dude. In the water. Yeah. yeah I thought you were a comic. thought you could oh handle it. Oh God. The God. one place that you want to be the, the most. One, the, yeah. The, if you think, if you look up chill in the dictionary, it has a picture of a surfer. <laughs> exactly. Right? Exactly. Who's more chill than surfers? <laughs> now these guys want jokes? No, no, you don't understand. That's not this environment, you know?
0: Exactly. But no, that's great, man. Traveling with it I remember I, I, I drove a, there was a one nighter up in Chico and I picked up the MC. I'm, I'm like, I'm not a control freak. I probably am if you ask my wife. But <laughs> I have to drive. If we're driving somewhere, I have to drive. And I know yeah. I know, it's the, you know, generally the opener drives and the headliner pays for gas. I know that's the thing. But I have to drive. You know, I don't. And I picked up an MC who was opening the show up in Chico. And we stopped over at Subway and he ordered a tuna fish sandwich and got in the car. 80 degree day. <laughs> Ugh. Just fucking stunk off the car. I'm like, dude. You have to throw that sandwich out now. But I'm hungry. You don't order a tuna fish sandwich when we're driving six hours in the car. In the car, just stuck up my car for a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, thank God of, he didn't speak- have the chili. <laughs> you know, That's what you're going to say.
2: I the chili gonna, cart. I, it, see, this is Keith and I right here. We did a gig. We were driving out to like Pendleton, Oregon,
3: or something. Yeah. We're on 8- No, no, we're driving to Douglas. We're driving to Wyoming. No, we had the first night was in. Um, Meridian or something, and then it was Douglas, Wyoming.
2: We're we're on eighty four, right? Hours from anywhere in between our next stop, and we dr- we <laughs> drive by a roadside chili stand. It was a chili stand in the on middle a of freeway, out in the middle like, of nowhere. You
3: gotta be shitting!
2: It's me. like July. It's like <laughs> you know, it's ninety three degrees, and they're just on the side of the road selling chili. And oh. I'm thinking, I can't think of a worse meal for two guys but, in a. In a car trip. (laughs) But
3: what makes it really funny is we're driving, and he's in his chill mode. We're just driving. I'm like, you know, I got the thing on Cruise. We're driving 80. And just very underplayed, he goes, hey, there's something we should stop and get. (laughs) Let's just... Get some chili. Let's load up on that for the rest of the four-hour drive. And the way he said it was just, you had to be there. It was like really funny, man.
2: We pull over, and the lady's like, hey, can I get you some chili? And I was like, "Um, no, I'll pass. But uh, do you have any uh, old shrimp or Mexican water?
0: <laughs> Maybe we could expedite this process. <laughs> Nasty business, man. <laughs> do you roll out of bed so clean cut? Uh, no, it's the fact that I rolled out of bed four hours
2: ago. Every
0: time I see your hair is impeccable. Thank you. You're, 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 uh, what's the word? Shaven, clean? Well, you're a little Mm. scruffy today. A a little bit. Meanwhile, I look like Keith Richards. So it's like,
3: it's like, how did these two get together? Or
0: Keith Nelson. Yeah. Or Keith Nelson.
3: Yeah.
2: Sometimes when your life is in shambles, (laughs) you just have to control the things you can control. And you get up and you go, well...
0: I can make my hair look good, and then maybe people will think I have my shit together. <laughs> That's the thing, man, because I've I let like if I like, I, don't, I haven't worked since Wednesday, and even Wednesday I rolled in just disheveled and stuff. But I gotta I gotta do a conscious effort if I have no gigs that weekend. I will just scruff, yeah, don't even care about the hair, wear the same outfit every day. I think you look pretty shovelled today. Oh, thank you. I, I showered this morning because I knew I had to. <laughs> I knew I had to be around people. <laughs>
3: you know, two words that probably describe. 90% of the comics in this uh, country would be comedy, comic, mm-hmm. you know, at night. Sure. Before noon, disheveled. Yeah.
0: <laughs> what other word is there to describe Or this? normally yeah. before noon, yeah. sleep. Sleep, yeah. <laughs> yeah. that's just, we have, I go into this, like, very kind of low, depressed place my buddy calls uh, Hobo Murray. <laughs> where I don't, I don't like shave. I, it's, I'm I'm like a day and a half away from hobo mode right, right, right now. You're so. cooking hot dogs on a coffee can <laughs> stove yeah. that you made, <laughs> and uh, I'll just roll into the, like these. You know, there's this certain gigs around town where you just go and like the Third Street Promenade. I don't know if you guys have ever done it. It's just right by my house. You can roll in, you can work on new material, and roll out. And it's just you know, there's usually a I wear an army coat, and there's usually a yeah. couple of bottles of vodka, shot glasses, bottles in the. Thing. It's like, I got to get away from a four-year-old and say fuck for 20 minutes and <laughs> be able to cuss yeah. and not watch what I say. Sure. <laughs> so that's Hobo Murray. Thank God we're not going to see him this week because I got a gig on Thursday night, so I'm going to have to shave and actually wear some clothes. There you go. Because don't you live by the rule that you have to, you have to dress nicer than the audience? You know, I, I've
2: gone through different phases. Before we, we uh, hit record, we were kind of talking about shopping and clothes uh-huh. and stuff like that. I've gone through different phases where, like, when I first started, I I, I used to dress up a lot, and, like, probably too formal uh,
0: for my vibe on stage, maybe. Did you wore uh, that down here, though, didn't you? Were you? Because I, I remember you being very dressed nice when you were MC in the Ice House. Is uh, that right? I
2: probably was. I used okay. to wear, you know, bu- button ups and stuff like all the time. And I think, especially just around uh, Los Angeles, I. Um, uh, that the vibe here is so like cool and casual yeah and there there's a, like you never want to look like you're trying too hard right i don't know i uh so i've been going a little bit more casual i guess around town but if i go you know if i'm gonna go do like a nice uh like say i'm doing big owls you know mm-hmm. i'm gonna yeah. dress it oh, up yeah i'm oh, gonna iron yeah. a collared shirt yeah, i might yeah. w- i've gone through like a tie you know shirt and tie face but a suit I'm, i don't i don't think i'm really a suit comic yeah um because it's funny, because I've never been that, that much in a fashion and stuff like that, but you realize that it does affect how an audience receives
0: you, mm-hmm. at least when you first get on stage. You know, it's interesting, speaking of Portland, Jimmy Pardo and I had this conversation where he, w- you know, Helium, I work Helium, and he works Helium also, and he wears a suit. Yeah. But he, he was telling me, like, this first time up there, he was in a suit, and he was like, this is not Portland- yeah, Style. That, yeah. this is, yeah. And I and I used to wear this that, like that jacket you wore today. I said yeah. I had I have a very similar jacket I wore in Portland at my first time there, and I'm like, I don't fit in in this. It's a little nicer than yeah. yours. Not yeah. putting yours down. No, no. But, but, but like the first night, I'm like, this does not feel right for this room. Yeah, right. you know what I mean. So I don't I don't know where I stand on that anymore. Dressing nicer than the room or dressed. Uh, I definitely got that advice. I remember, I can't
2: remember who it was. It was a, it was an older comp when I first started, I was working at uh, remember that club up in, uh, in Beaverton, the, uh, uh, Pat's room. No, no, no. No, Westside. Yeah. The Westside,
3: uh, uh, comedy club shut down and because of cocaine. Oh, really? By, by the way. Yes, by the way.
1: Uh, Go
0: ahead. Tyler's, I, I do, I do Tyler's cocaine group. habit? Is no. that what yeah, we're talking about? Yeah. That was uh, when
3: his hair was a little messier. <laughs> yeah, I was
2: uh, I was like one, one of the house MCs. There was a uh-huh. couple of guys. But I remember some old guy was like, hey, when you first start doing comedy, uh, he, he was. I thought he was going to give me some golden piece of advice. He goes, <laughs> he goes get a good shirt. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That was get it. a good shirt. I'm like yeah. you. Uh, write some jokes. <laughs> talk from the heart. <laughs> get a MC good shirt for a year. Move yeah. up. Try <laughs> to work work yeah. with yeah. honesty on stage. Get a good shirt. Yeah,
3: yeah.
0: I do. Have, I still have. Uh, I still have show clothes.
3: Well, yeah. you know what's interesting about this conversation? I had a guy, that, and he used to be the second biggest agent in England. One mm-hmm. of his clients was Gervais, mm-hmm. and he told me get in a suit because you're older, and no one else w- is wearing a suit. Okay. Right? And so I was doing that, and and it was good, but now what I, like if I'm in a bigger room, like like you're saying, and it's more they dress up a little, I wear the suit. But like Wednesday's a good example. Mm-hmm. I, I wore a really nice white, it was a um, uh, Kenneth Cole white shirt. Uh-huh. It's pressed with this leather jacket.
0: Kenneth I got, Cole, one of our sponsors. Yeah, there Michelle. you go. Kenneth thank you for thank Michelle, you. showing thank you. I, I wanted to give him
3: a little plug. So... <laughs> It's a nice shirt, really nice jeans, brand new Nikes, and a leather jacket. But it's like, like what he said, the suit on the, on a Wednesday in Ventura just doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't fly. But so you go halfway. It's like you're still dressed better than them. But it's like I'm not trying to rub it in your face. Sure. You know? So I think there's definitely what you're talking about. You know, no, it's like it's like the jokes. Know your audience. Yeah, yeah. You know, don't don't at Big Al's. This guy's doing you know filth to. 70-year-old people for... He's an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> you know?
0: so that's a look I've described as
2: snazual. It's
0: snazzy. Oh. Snazual. Yeah. But casual. Yeah. Snazual. Snazual. Do, do you eat, eat schnaussages when you dress snazual? Snazual. I could watch the snaussages commercial over and over. That commercial used to fucking kill me, man. <laughs> I don't know loop. why it made me laugh so hard. That dog <laughs> ran around going, snosages Still hilarious today. Here's here's the problem Here's because I I was wearing uh, a suit in Vegas on Friday and Saturday when not at Big Al's at the Improv, um, and I was wearing a suit on and because it, it's Vegas, man. Yeah, you got that's what that's what I'm saying. You got to dress
2: up in Vegas. I'm going to be in Vegas on uh, on Friday, mm-hmm. uh, but I'm doing the dirty at twelve thirty. Right. Have you ever done that show? No, I always say I'm going to, and then I don't. It's a fun show, really rowdy crowd, and so you it's don't like, have to be dirty. No, you don't have to. Actually, the the a funny last time I uh, went, I brought a, a younger comic with me, Daniel Eiches, and he's like one of the cleanest comics uh-huh. all over here. He's hilarious, and he killed, he crushed. Right, right. And and he's like, I guess that like he d- doesn't have like dirty stuff, but um, but I but Vegas, I'm like gonna dress up. I'm wearing a shirt and tie, and
0: yeah, uh, yeah. Other thing I've always said about dirty comics, I've never heard. I've hear I've heard people like scuffle out of a show going, that guy was too dirty. That guy was too dirty. Mm -hmm. I've never heard anybody say, oh, that guy wasn't dirty enough. Yeah. So what I'm saying is get your stick out of your ass, people. (laughs) You know,
3: Ron White told me this once. He said, somebody says, you're just dick joke comedy comedian. And he goes, no, no, no. I'm a good dick joke. Come on. (laughs) Clever (laughs) dick jokes. So it's like, you know, when they're filthy and it's just, they think... Like a lot of these young they're filthy, but there's not even a joke there. They're just filthy. Right. It's like, that's not even a joke. That's just seventh grade Yeah. stupid filth. Yeah, a lot of them go for shock value too, which but, I have no respect You know, for. when it's clever and, you know, kind of innuendo, that's mm-hmm. much more enjoyable to, to me. Yeah. It's just my opinion. What do I know? But
0: that's more fun to watch. Oh, definitely. I like a, if there's something under it. I, uh, getting back to the suit thing real quick, one thing I noticed is if I show up disheveled like I did on Wednesday in the army jacket and no haircut and wearing a hat all day, my stuff about complaining about being a stay at home dad works better (laughs) than when I'm in a suit like I did it because I was doing that in Vegas and it was getting fine response, Mm -hmm. but... I feel like right. my attitude delivering the material right. is, a little mo- is a little more genuine, and mm-hmm. I feel like they're receiving it more when I look right. like I just went through the ringer. Yeah, you right. look the part.
3: Yeah. Yeah, it looks like you snuck out of the house at four in the afternoon to go drink till seven before the show because God, this kid's the driving you nuts. What yeah. do you mean looks like? Yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> 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 well, well,
0: you I, look I, that good when unlike, you drink at four? <laughs> yeah, unlike, unlike you, I might like to come back and do the show again, so... <laughs>
1: <laughs> all
0: right, Keith, uh, Keith, you said, I, I always want to. When I put Keith's number in uh, my phone today, it was Keith Nelson, but it came up Kevin Melson for some reason. So yeah. now I'm calling so you. So uh, apparently,
3: Kevin's got a better career than me because he fucked <laughs> up. Whoever the hell Kevin Melson is. You find out he's a serial killer later on or something. <laughs> out in Portland. Yeah, up in Portland. Yeah. Uh,
0: you said, All right, th- you said something to me on Wednesday night at the show, and, and it harkens back to I had a comic on here named Sully McCulloch. He has, yeah, you know, I know. yeah. He's a really nice guy. Great guy. I had yeah. Suleon with a person who shall remain nameless. Uh, the only... Per- How long have I been doing this? Eight years?
1: Something like that, yeah.
0: Doing the show eight years. The only person I have ever gotten into a fight with was the other comic on that show. Oh, my god. So bad I had to block her on Twitter. Anyway, Wait, I'm not, not going to say who it not. is. You can go figure it out. <laughs> so how long have you guys been dating? Hi. Hi. Hey, we have a four-year-old together. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah. Suli, I had Suli on. The first time I met Suli, we met at the Improv and I got off stage and he said, what did he say to me? He said, you made them like you. And I was like, is that a compliment like i don't know (laughs) and and then we talked about it on the show he's like yeah you make like some people go up and and they they make them you know you have this thing where you make people like you and then they go along and they laugh and they have a good time and and you said something to me the other night which was like in passing and i didn't hear it and uh and it was and i got off stage and you shook my hand and you said you could sell ice to an eskimo yeah and i I didn't quite hear i'm like I didn't hear what you said. I'm like, was that a compliment? Because <laughs> I didn't yeah, hear what he, what he right. said. And then you did some real, you came over and explained yourself to me and, and I thought that was really cool of you. Uh, explain that. Well, it's like,
3: uh, and this Dudry's guy told me that. This guy said that used to be Gervais's agent. Mm-hmm. He goes, always think 50% charm, 50% material. Really? And uh, I had to learn that because mm-hmm. I just, you know, so many comics are focused on, I got to kill, I got to kill. But you can actually um, give up 10% of the kill and be more charming and actually have them go out, out of the show liking you a lot better. Mm-hmm. So, so You don't want them walking out of the show going, well, yeah, he killed, he was really funny, but he's a dick. Right, yeah. And there's a lot of guys like that. Oh, yeah. Um, but that was where that came from because mm-hmm. I said, wow, they, they like you. You know, you're a comic. You can sit in the back of the room I can sit in the room with my eyes closed and listen to a line and you go, man, that's a funny joke. Mm-hmm. And you just judge it. Comics tend to just judge it by, I killed, did, did he kill, and the, and the joke. But audiences aren't like that. Audiences, mm-hmm. like, they want to invest in you. It's 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 like when you realize that it's, I don't, how do I explain this? Like, you know, some comics think of it, it's it's me against them. right? But it's not. It's like, there's an ebb and flow like sure. surfing, mm-hmm. you know, you can fight that wave and you can fight the coral reef or you can ride the wave. Mm-hmm. And so you want to ride the wave with the audience. Sure. So if it goes back, like, like when people used to heckle me, the first thing you want to do is I want to get them. Right, right. No, it's like, well, okay, let's stop and talk Yeah. <laughs> and see what they say and kind of let them trap themselves mm-hmm. and then nicely, you know, tap them on the back of the head because then it's like, they feel like they're a part of it and they're not going to be so nasty. And it's just, and again, it becomes this ebb and flow. Yeah. You really, I, now I like, when I go up and perform, I really like all of them. Yeah. If that makes sense. No, I like does. the audience. It's like, this is cool. Yeah. It's not, I'm trying to kill you and I'm pissed off at everybody. It's like, this is like my part of the day. Wow. You're here to see me laugh and I want everybody to have a good time. That's it. That's what I saw. When I was watching you, it's like, oh, he he gets that. Oh, all right, yeah. And so I agree hundred percent. Not about me, but
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah I was so so was charmingly hilarious. Yeah.
1: So no. <laughs> it's like, oh,
3: cool. And then Ty's going up after you, so I go, this is going to be great to follow because right. he's like that too. He's like very. He doesn't assume things with the audience. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh yeah. When people, see, you know, people always ask us as a comic, what's your, you know, what's your favorite gig? What's your worst gig ever? Sure. With this guy. Okay. Dickinson, North
3: Dakota. And it was five nights. But here's what's interesting. Hold on. Where's Dickinson? That is uh, it's on it's on the west side, almost at the border of North Dakota. So North Dakota and Montana? right. ok. But then the ironic thing is you finished that week in St. Cloud, Minnesota, yeah, for two nights.
2: We flew into Minneapolis. We drove all the way to Dickinson. So that was the I think that was the westernmost gig. And then you work your way back. We did um we did uh, was it De- Des Moines or was it or Bismarck? Bismarck was the next night, I think. And then... And, and
3: Winslow or Winston. It's that yeah, place where yeah. they had all the oil and now it's just gone bust. Oh. Like the last 10 years has been, people were making... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The, I mean, the low guy was making 100000 a year. Yeah, and yeah. They, like boom. And that's town. gone up? I mean, that's gone belly up? I think it's gone belly up. Oh, okay. Now. They were living the shit up there. It was they all were new. living the shit. Nouveau yeah.
0: riche, as yeah. they like to call yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Just, You that's know, a, white trash with money. That's, that's great. A, Buying F-150s, f Perfect F-250s. description. Yeah. So yeah,
2: we we drive out there and uh, it's it's freezing and uh, we go the gigs at this place called the Grand Dakota Lodge and uh-huh. it's a big hotel lodge they got a big lobby bar it's like and a, it's like a Muppet movie the place. whole uh, the whole town there's a college there and there's some young kids and there's some they, I think nursing is like their main. Uh, focus program there. So you're like, oh, maybe we'll get some, you know, some some college kids at the show. But the rest of the town is like oil riggers. These guys that work <laughs> all day long on these oil fields. And uh, the show is like, it's like a nine o'clock show, but the bar opens at like four or five. These guys get off work and they oh. come in and oh. they just sit and they drink yes. for hours until the show. And we are we got there early. We're down there in the lobby and we're like, all right, we're going to start soon. Oh, well, we, don't, we usually don't start till you know, a little after. And I go up and we, it's I mean, the crowd's probably Eighty, maybe ninety percent. I'm probably eighty percent guys. Right. Okay. Just and they're all been drinking. So I, I go up first, and on this gig, I'm the opener. So it's just two comics, two show, two man show. I'm doing thirty five minutes. I get on stage. I'm like, as soon as I get on stage, I'm getting heckled. Yeah. Just, they're throwing. Yeah. So, and then a couple minutes in. He's I'm, in the middle of good. Yeah. He hasn't even said evening yet. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. hey,
3: you suck. You yeah. know, Some guy's nice like, hair, slick. Yeah. How do you know? Big Al told
1: us. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah I'm yeah. the only guy that probably knew how to operate an iron. I know I was wearing a collared shirt because someone oh, yelled something oh at me about it. God. Anyway.
1: <laughs> what did he yell at Oh,
2: I probably was like, hey, how you good? Fag. It was probably <laughs> something like that. Yeah. And And uh, I'm like, oh, well, pardon me for... Trying to look nice. Uh, anyway, I, uh, I I fight my way through my first uh, couple minutes, and I'm f- I'm I'm fighting off hecklers, and they send me up three shots. Yeah, I've been on stage like for maybe five six minutes. I, they send me a shot of Jack Daniels, the Three Wisemen, J- Jim da- uh, Jim Beam, Jack Daniels, and Jose Cuervo. <laughs>
0: I've never heard that. <laughs> oh, you never heard the Three Wisemen? No, that's okay. hilarious. So they send him up, and and they're that's like Jack Daniels, Jim, Jose Cuervo, and Jim Beam. Yep. The three wise men. Yep, excellent. So I love it. they sent him up.
3: By the way, once you've drank three of those, everybody in the room seems smarter than you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: So they're like,
2: "Do shot, shot, shots," and I'm like, "What? What is this? Like uh, middle school peer right, right. pressure?" I go, I, "I was like, I'll do one shot. I do the Jack Daniels, and I'm like, I got to do 35 minutes on stage. I'm not going to do three shots. Uh, that's going to hit me. I'm going to fall over, and uh, it'll be over." So I, 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 I battle my way through my set, and it's just ugh. And I, and I wrap up, I do my uh, last two shots and I get off stage. Keith comes up. Oh, you,
0: you did one in the beginning, two at the end.
2: Yeah. All right. I uh, so I appeased the, 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 the masses. They're going crazy. The alcohol God. Yes.
3: Keith goes up. He's got to do an hour after me. And Which by the way, not to interrupt your story, but is there anything worse than when you're the headliner and your opener probably is on the cusp of headlining? Yeah. yeah. You know, he's really good yeah. and he's a good guy. And they're doing this to him and you're just sitting there going, oh my God, and I got to do twice as long. Yeah. And you're yeah. Just <laughs> sitting there going, how am I going to, how am I going to pull a rabbit out of this fucking hat? Right. Continue. I'm yeah. starting to do therapy
2: yeah. hour. Yeah. 50 yeah, minutes. yeah. 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 <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I remember Keith, like we're, we're doing that, you know, when you cross and you kind of hand the mic to the other guy and you, sometimes you'll kind of like say something, yeah, whisper yeah, yeah. something to the comic, uh, yeah.
3: good luck. And Keith, Keith, <laughs> Keith goes,
2: Keith goes, the good news is you're, you're done.
1: He yeah. <laughs> goes, the bad news
2: is I got to do an hour and I'm just like, good luck, buddy. I hand him the mic. He goes up oh and he's fighting his way through the entire set. And there's this girl that won't shut up. Mm hmm. And Keith, he's like trying to be, you know, uh, diplomatic, you know, hey, can you just calm down and you know, quiet down and through the whole set. And eventually towards the end of his set, he's just like, he's like, hey, can you can you just shut up? And the guy that he's with uh, that is with this girl is like, why don't you shut up? And Keith's like, well, I'm getting paid to talk. So, no. Uh, and, he's, <laughs> and, you know, I remember you're like, listen, I got 15 minutes left. Just let, just just shut up and let me, you know, let me finish my set. And the guy's starting to get all salty and they're starting to yell back. And finally, Keith, you know, just like, hey. Just shut the fuck up or leave. Guy stands up and he and he and he had like a plastic uh, cup, like a like a little cocktail cup. Sure, sure. And he goes to throw it, but there's no weight to it. You know what <laughs> I mean? So it goes about three feet like a <laughs> wiffle ball. And it just Yeah, exactly. And then he realized that didn't work. Then he picks up a glass bud light bottle oh. and he hucks it at Keith. Keith's on stage, he got the light in his eye, so he doesn't see it come until like the last minute and he and he turns his head just at the sec and it and it hits him right in the side of the head. Oh and um I'm over at the bar and when when the bottle hits him, I just thought, oh, shit. Because Keith and I, at this there point... There goes my wrinkled shirt. Well, <laughs> not the shirt. <laughs> well, Keith and I are the kind of friends at this point where I, I'm thinking it's going to be me and Keith against this bar. Yeah. Because, but we're good enough buddies that I'm not going to just let him get his ass kicked by himself. You go, okay, well, we're both getting our ass kicked. Ass kicked yeah. 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 So the guy stands up. Keith comes off the stage. Uh, and I'm thinking, this shit's going down right now. Right, yeah. Like, we're about to fight. And I'm running over. I'm like, should I try to, like, blindside this guy? Because he's huge. And Keith's a big guy. But this yeah. guy was bigger than Keith. And luckily, they had not just security. They had police officers at that show. So, luckily, I'm, a cop ran over and he grabbed the guy. And I kind of got him in between you. And um, so, like, that, it kind of diffused right right, or whatever. The right. whole bar stood up. And I was like, holy shit. Like, I thought it was going to just turn into a brawl. Oh, man. So, they escort the guy out. They escort the girl out. And... Keith goes back up, finishes
3: his set, yeah. and the crowd goes nuts. Was that what happened? See, I just, I remember bits and pieces. Right, right, right. Well,
2: dude, you just got hit in the head with a <laughs> bottle. Well, that's why. You, you he go. was bleeding,
0: too. Well, he was really? bleeding. That's God, I go, a professional. I see, you go up and you so, finish the show. That's
3: so weird because I remember, I don't remember bleeding now, thinking back on it. I, well, I remember he threw something. I, I, he hit me in the head. Why? Right. Which dude, is, I remember, by the way, that's the second time I've been hit with a beer bottle in my career. It happened in Bend, Oregon, too. But I was wearing a suit, yeah. and my wife was at the show. Well, I'm <laughs> and, che- and, through the bottle. Hold on. I'll let you finish <laughs> the story. But because this guy—and this guy had been heckling me. I was just nailing him, and he couldn't get me. And I just kept nailing him, and he got mad, and he stood up and he hit me. And he hit me with—it was, um, wasn't a beer bottle. It was the—it was a beer mug. Oh, geez. And it hit me, and now my—I was more mad— It was like, it hit me in the chest and it hurt, but I was more mad that he soaked my suit. (laughs) And it was like, my wife was there. So it's like, I put the mic in. I go, that's it, motherfucker. I was up over the table. (laughs) And I remember getting a call. I remember getting up and then I looked out the window. I go, we got to go hunt. It's snowing. This is, I remember. So- it's snowing. We get in the car, and it's really snowing hard. And then the phone rings, and it's Donna Richards. Oh, yeah. Donna. So
0: She's the room. Pacific Northwest booker. Yeah. Yes.
3: Yeah. And she says, you'll never work that room again. You'll never work for me again. And it's like, do you know the holster?" Didn't matter. That was it. So, <sighs> yeah, man. Whenever the shit goes down, it's the comics It's the blame. comics fault. Yeah. So that was my... But anyway, conti- the, I... The, 14 give you giving
0: you 14.95 for uh, dry cleaning would have settled oh the whole thing. Oh my gosh, it's it's just
2: crazy that people. It's a it's comedy shows, you know. It's like people get so riled up, and I mean, but the, there's drinking, and these guys are crazy. Anyway, uh, here I am thinking this is going to be like a powder keg, and we're going to have to fight everybody in here to get our way out. Yeah. Um, Keith finishes his set, and I go up to close out the show. I'm you know go ladies and gentlemen Keith Nelson, and they go nuts. We come over to the bar. Uh, to get a drink, obviously, we're like, we both are like, we need a drink after this. And all these people come over and they're like, they're like, hey, man, we all fucking hate that guy. Oh, yeah. They go, he's <laughs> such a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. he go, his, he, they, they said his dad owns the oil company. And he, they made him the foreman. They go, he doesn't know shit about shit, but he's the foreman because he's the the the, the, the owner's kid. I, I so all the that. workers they were like, we fucking hate that guy, man. <laughs> yeah. We're just, they were like, we were, they're like, we were hoping he was gonna throw a punch. We would have helped kick the shit out. Oh, and man. we're just like, oh my god, because here we are thinking it's us against the world. <laughs> right, right, Meanwhile, this bar full of workers, they hate this dude. Right. And uh, the cop was like, hey man, you know, do you want to press charges? And I remember he told Keith, he goes, hey, yeah, just between you and me, he's like, if you would have taken a swing at that guy. I wouldn't have seen anything. Oh, nice. So, uh,
3: This just, I all remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no. It, well, yeah.
2: Just, people came over and it was like, it was just this, oh my God, this relief, like, to know this. And and he's, I remember Keith, you were thinking, uh, you know, it, you, you file charges, you gotta fly back to oh, yeah, Dickinson, yeah, yeah. you gotta take him to court, you yeah. gotta testify, all this stuff. Keith's like, I oh, don't worry about it. Sooner or later, someone's gonna come around and knock his teeth out. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. He'll learn his lesson and all that, but.
0: I gotta tell uh, you, man, I've performed up in the Pacific Northwest in those bar gigs and I that's. That's got to be one of the toughest places to start out because, I don't know, because I got started here, so I didn't really get started on the bar scene. But going up into those, because I've done uh, Bend, I've done Medford, yeah. uh, Spokane, right. uh, you know, a couple and it's just, it's It's, Oregon, a, it's ambush comedy. Oregon for per person
3: yeah. has more MMA fighters than any other state. It used to be more white supremacist. Oh, well, there you go. It co- kind of makes clo- sense. Close connection. <laughs> I think that's Idaho. You know, I was doing- It pe- used to
0: be, I said. <laughs> oh. Okay. You know, I was doing- Take pe- it down, Engineer Aaron. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I, I was doing- Getting uppity. Sorry. I was doing a Red Lion in Pendleton one time. A Red Lion. Very exciting. What's yeah, a Red, line? red, red, lion. Lion. red oh, lion? Red Lion. Oh, Red Lion. Red Lion Hotel. Yeah, I can't.
0: Yeah. No, I'm there's lumb- a lot. Mumbling like, into the mic. No, there's bars right. and hotel bars are pretty much Pacific Northwest gigs.
3: Yeah. And the um, I had a truth that went bad. And I should have gone to the dentist, but I go. I have a really good dentist down here. I didn't. W- I wanted to try to wait. So you know, you're putting Ambisol on and mm-hmm. stuff. I take two Advil before the show. I'm doing the show and I'm about, and it's an hour show. I got to do it again, and it's two man show. And I'm about forty minutes in, and the Advil's wearing off, and mm-hmm. that tooth mm-hmm. starting to hurt, man. And this guy, and it was it was rodeo week because the <laughs> rodeo week. The Pendleton <laughs> is the biggest rodeo city in the United States. Yeah, okay. like Oklahoma City and Pendleton. The, the is two. this is
0: Pendleton, Oregon? Pendleton, yeah, it's, Oregon. Okay. Yeah. It's
3: called the Pendleton Roundup.
0: Yeah, and okay. it's the huge. Biggest, it's biggest a big rodeo thing.
3: Yeah, well, other than Oklahoma City, it's the biggest rodeo in the United States. So I'm on stage and this guy's just messing with me in the back. And it's going back and forth. And he's getting mad at me. I'm nailing. my tooth, hurting. And the guy was bald. Mm-hmm. So at one point I said, the last thing I says is, uh, well, at least I have my fucking hair. And the whole place goes nuts, right? So I come off stage and I'm sitting at the bar and he comes over. And he's a probably five eleven, two twenty. 220. Mm-hmm. He's just huge shoulders. And he comes over and he gets it right up in my face and he goes, that was a really good show. And he puts his hand out to shake my hand, right? And then he shakes my hand and he starts squeezing the shit out of it, right? And he goes... I should kick your fucking ass all over this bar. So now I'm thinking, okay, do I want to get into with this guy? If I get into it with well, him, I'm going to push. Back. again. I'm going to. This is after the dawn of Richardson. right, right, right. <laughs> okay, do I want to lose a whole bunch of work because? So I just I don't say anything. I just stand there looking at him, and then he just sits there looking at me, and I don't do anything. Right, and then he goes, fucker, and he just walks away. <laughs> that was the end of it. <laughs> Then another time, I'm in Colorado. This is pretty good. And it's a holiday and Again, mm-hmm. it's another one nighter. And you go, you know, you walk into the hotel and there's the desk where you check in. And the bar's right to the left. Sure. And I happen, I just happen to glance over and I see, you know, there's a poster, Keith Nelson, blah, blah. blah. And right next to it is, please, I swear to God. Please check in all guns, knives, or weapons at the front desk before coming in the bar. And I'm just like, please, please. Not required. Yeah, not required, but please. We'd like you to. It's suggested. If you'd be so kind to us. So I'm going, well, this is going to be interesting. So sure enough, I go in there. I do like 50 minutes. And I'd say out of the 50, 25 is material and 25 is back and forth. I mean, they just won't stop. And there's this one girl, she's in the front row, and she's wearing a tight two sizes too small, mm-hmm. huge breast, Harley Davidson t-shirt. And she's just heckling I'm nailing her and her friends and they're they look like bikers. Yeah. Know. And I'm like, I still got five minutes to go. And at one point I really nail her kind of nail. And she goes, Well, you may be funnier than me. And she stands up and she goes, But you can't top this. And she pulls her top up. Shows me her breasts, mm. turns around to the audience, shakes them, and the place goes nuts. <laughs> I said, "Ladies and gentlemen, I have nothing better than that." Yeah, Good night, I <laughs> off
0: stage.
3: how's that, man? Yeah, you can't top that. I uh, know. Uh-uh. Nor
0: would I try. Yeah, but uh, you're so clean cut, you probably haven't had much aggression towards you. Um, I'm not that you're a fucking biker. No, Nelson. you know,
2: I, I think it's a couple of things. It's it's maybe my act and, and also my, my stature. I'm not a big guy. I'm, I don't, like, Keith, you don't... Uh, Keith's a big guy. Yeah. I think sometimes... It's funny. I think the irony is a lot of times I think uh, bigger guys get into more uh, fights sometimes because like guys feel like they gotta prove something. Mm-hmm. I mean, you kick my ass, you haven't done much. Uh,
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, uh, but also, I'm my act. I, I try to like like he said. I I want to be likable, but I also I like to have everyone have a good time. If I deal with hecklers, I always uh, try to use what I call it like the um, the uh, the roadhouse technique. You know, Patrick Swayze, uh, be nice. Yeah, be nice until it's time to not be nice. Right. So I that's my that's kind of I don't know where I latched onto that, but I always try to be as friendly as possible and nice. When I get a heckler, uh even if people are like really, you know, like bad like sure. you know, fuck you, you like I always try to spin it friendly. And if I right. can't, like I'll try a few times. If I really can't, then I'll turn the corner and I'll slam it. But I realized this. Here's the the best thing that a lot of comics don't get this. Here's the best thing. When you get a heckler, It's not you against the heckler.
3: We're right back to what we were saying earlier.
2: If you have the crowd on your side, you could say you got 200 people in a room. It's not one on one, Mm -hmm. it's one against 199. Yeah. Because if you got the crowd with you, they want you to get the heckler, too. Right. So it's not it's not one-on-one. It's it's you... It's one against 200. Yeah, it's it's the crowd against you, the, you, you but, the... But one.
3: but you know what the big key
2: is? Well, I figure there's at least one person in the crowd right. who wants to see you go down. Oh, his girlfriend. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, my math was off. Thank you for <laughs> correcting me. I don't even know here. why I caught that. I'm an <laughs> yeah. idiot. But you know what? <laughs> then
3: it goes a step further on that evolutionary change uh-huh. because I haven't had any problems probably in five years sure. with anybody, even when they're being like really... Low. What the key is... It, yeah, the 200 have turned against him, but can you turn him to your side? Hmm. Can you can you can you can you make? Can, it's like Sun Tzu, you know. If your opponent is greater or equal to you, go around him. So, can you go around his back door? This still, is getting
0: this is getting sexual. Th- yeah, I don't, can you I go, go around not his a, back I door? Did not yeah, this.
3: yeah. No, can you go back <laughs> around his backboard? Tap him on the head. So you can make uh, uh, so everybody knows you're kind of tapping him on the head, but still he thinks he's part of the show and on your side. Oh yeah. Then when you that's the next step. That's what I'm trying to get now. So it's like, and then also now that I do more talking about I'm getting old, I'm falling apart. Mm-hmm. Now it's like like I like one of the things I say like, but my third thing I say is I've got a black belt in kung fu, and I go don't want to fight anybody. Just saying right. I'm in really good shape for my age. I may maybe I can beat up a guy in an early bird special that gets right, right. in line. <laughs> so it's like. Okay, and because I do this whole thing about I'm in good shape, but I'm still falling apart. Yeah. So now it's like, oh, th- he's no threat to me. Mm-hmm. He's an older guy, and he's falling apart. So that's a whole different mindset than, you know, I'm a big guy, and I'm like, you know. Yeah. So I'm a big guy, but it's over, folks. Right. So now they don't do that. Plus, I don't, like, again, I want it to be ebb and flow. I mm-hmm. want them
0: to have a good time. Sure. So... I, but see, I, I agree 100% what you're saying about, I just have never phrased it as going through his back door. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But what I do is when it's time to turn the corner, I make I'd make that turn and shut him down. And then I come back to the original and try to, I always do something, especially if I slam him hard and it's a dude, then I always try to do something to, at a side after like, oh, right now this guy's going to kick my ass after the show. Right, He's right, right. He's not really gonna. Right, I'm not, right. But it kind of gives him a little... Yeah, yeah right. that's right. You know, and it kind yeah. of brings... Yeah, I, I, I did win that exchange. That yeah, yeah. Yeah. When he didn't really Absolutely. win it, it's just given him, it's given him right. time to cool down. Right. And like, yeah, yeah I did could kick his, but I'm not right. good because I'm not. It, and, lets, yeah. it, yeah. it the,
2: lets him save face. You yeah, win, exactly. but it lets him save face. Exactly. Exactly. And
3: if you're in a club like some of these stupid clubs where they have the stupid comment cards... You don't want him writing. This guy sucks. He's the worst thing I've ever seen. Right. Again, you you have to think of all these things. Or even if he just goes and says that guy fucking sucks. No, you want him going like, hey, he made me. Part. You know how they go? They come up. How many times they come up to you and they go, uh, hey, I helped you. I was part oh, of the yeah, show. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's actually as bad as that is, and, is how, and You go, no, you weren't supposed to be a part of the right. show. Right. Always say, you know, or they'll come up and they'll apologize. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'm sorry I was so. And I go, I never say, yeah, you should apologize. I always say. Did you have a good time? Yeah. I always say, did you have a good time? They say, yeah. I go, I don't care as long as you had a good time. Now you've turned a person that was kind of an asshole into your friend,
0: and then you encouraged him to co- uh, shout out during my show next week. <laughs> Thanks sure. a lot, Nelson. Sure.
3: But if
2: you can, if you can get the audience on your side enough, sometimes Kevin Nelson then... said it was a good idea for me to yell at <laughs> Kevin Nelson. <Kevin laughs> <Milsen. laughs>
1: uh, yeah,
3: Murray's here next week. Fuck with him. Yeah.
2: Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, he loves that. Uh, no, uh, I was going to say if you get the audience uh, with you um, on your side enough, they they can police themselves. Sometimes I did a show, so I lived in Boston for about four years. Oh, I did And um, uh, people, you know, people are very proud of their neighborhoods and their mm-hmm. towns and where they come from. So I lived in Charlestown when I was there, uh, and I did a show one time, and it was it was I think it was like in Middleborough, or something like somewhere outside of the city. And I'm doing a show, and I'm uh, there's this old guy up front. And older, like, this is how I would describe him, is like old enough that uh, I wouldn't uh, old enough that I wouldn't want to fight him,, yeah. uh, but young enough that I, uh, I would if I had to. But he's in the front row and he just like won't shut up and he's at this big table. And uh, I said something about li- living in Charlestown. and he's like, you shouldn't talk about you know places where you're not from. And I was like, Oh, I'm like I'm I'm not from Charlestown. I just I just said that, and he goes, well then you know don't don't talk about it. You know if you don't if that's not where you're from, then you don't talk about that. I go, yeah, no, I'm not I'm not from there. And he just like he won't leave it alone. And and then I, I go, sir, why don't you? Uh, I said, are you familiar with the Charlestown uh, code of silence? and and he's like yeah and i go well, why don't you practice that and shut the fuck up <laughs> and the crowd kind of goes nuts or whatever and then the the guy the guy stands up but but i i was into my set a little while and I, and the crowd was already on my side so this other big dude like two tables over this young guy he's jacked he's in like an affliction t-shirt right, or something right. like that and uh, he's got like the high and tight and this this old guy stands up and i'm thinking am i going to have to like fight this old man or whatever and um this other guy stands up and he goes Sit the fuck down, old man, or I'll drag you out in the parking lot and kick the shit out of you. <laughs> and the guy just kind of like quietly sat back down, and I give the guy I was like, "Thanks, bud," and he's like, "I got your back, bro." Oh, nice. And I'm like, okay. I got the audience police in the audience. I'm good. I finished my set. No I love problems. that the
0: guy's like, you don't talk shit about like it's Dixie
3: or someplace
2: yeah, yeah, like yeah.
0: You know, that's I, full of pride and has gone through a lot of wars. You don't talk about Charlestown, Massachusetts.
3: Yeah, suddenly it's Ben Affleck's dad from the town,
2: you know? Yeah. I, you know what? I try to make it clear. I was like, I am not from there. I'm not claiming right. uh, to know this place. It's where I live currently, but. Uh,
0: you I don't even, know the trouble. <laughs> we went through being upper class white people. You don't talk about Charlestown, <laughs> hey, the bank robbery capital of the United States. What, Massachusetts? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Charlestown. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, is Charlestown, like that's about what, is that the South End or something? Yeah, yeah. The,
2: the movie "The Town." Why yeah, didn't you? It's all about me from that. my stupid yeah. rant. It doesn't yeah, yeah, make yeah. any sense
0: now. Oh, yeah. yeah sorry.
2: I uh, no, it's 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 kind of becoming a, one of those like gentrified. They 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 call it Toonies, like the new townies, but the old school townies. Yeah, it, was, it used to be a really really rough place. Lots of like you said, more bank robbery yeah. robberies. Yeah. Per oh, capita. I didn't know that. Uh, no. I heard this story about this guy who robbed a bank uh, there and he did like and it's such a small it's like a tight knit community everybody knows everybody It's and I loved that's what I loved about it like you'd go to the grocery store and you overhear these conversations you know like, uh, um, like I grew up in Portland, Oregon it's right. so everyone's friendly outwardly friendly but like it's kind of like the surface-level friendliness, mm-hmm. which is nice. In Portland? But like, yeah, but okay. I feel like people don't always make that connection. But, like, in Charlestown, it's such a small uh, little community. Everybody really knows everybody. you go to the grocery store and people are like, oh, you know, hey, hey, Kathy, how's your mother doing? Oh, she's good? All right, well, tell her I said hi. And the kids got hockey on Saturday, so I hope they have a good game. Right. And we'll be over, you know, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Um, all this. And um, this guy, I, the story, this guy robbed a bank. He went away for, like, seven years or something. The day he gets out, he goes back home and he goes uh, – he goes to rob another bank and he's got a mask and he goes into the bank and he's like, uh, he's like, give me the money. And this kid's, and and the, this teller, this lady, it's like, you know, she's like, she's like, Danny O'Connor?
1: <laughs> <laughs> and he was just like, fuck.
2: <laughs> and he went, and he, got, and he got caught. He goes right back into jail for like another seven years. Oh, she recognized oh his voice. She knew exactly God. who that it was. You know, you can kind
0: of fun. forget that like, Um, Boston has, it's like Philadelphia, South Philadelphia area. You know, I, I kind of forget about like the Boston can be a rough town because the only time I ever went to Boston, my buddy went to BU. It was all rich white kids. So I don't, I forget that there's like a real fucking, (laughs) there's a real harsh part of Boston. Oh yeah. The
2: South end, Dorchester, Roxbury, like there's some really, really rough areas, but, um,
0: any big city there's going to be. Give South Philly a run for its money. I have, to, I have to quote our boss here, Bill Burr, who refers to Boston as a racist San Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> this might be, one of the, might be one of the funniest things he's ever said, and he said a ton of funny things. Uh, it's me sucking up to my boss so I don't get fired after we bring in five other shows on this network. <laughs> Jeez. I, lo- I love the Portland area. I- I've done Bridgetown a couple times. I'm bummed I'm not going to be there this year. I'm going to be on the road. But man, you guys are you guys are hippy-dippy. Oh yeah. Up there. You're hippy dippy and you're very sex-driven also in Portland I've noticed. It, it, is, ha- it has more strip clubs. Yeah. In a con- right? Than any other city or more something strip like that. More clubs per capita. Per capita. Yeah. And I got oh, I got asked into a threesome last time I was there. Congrats. Thank you very much. It's nice to know the uh, that's, the that's, mer still got it in his yeah. old age. Yeah, I was I, asked to leave a threesome, which is <laughs> uh,
3: kind of interesting. We were kind of hoping for a twosome, yeah. Keith. Can you yeah.
2: can find your way to the door?
3: You, you're All better right. off on your own, Keith. Can, can, okay. you, find, can that, you find your right home, honey? That, <laughs> okay. reminds, that, reminds me of,
2: that reminds me of a road story that I think is funny with, with us. Uh, we mm-hmm. hadn't worked together. This was, I think when I, maybe after I moved to Boston and you were out here in California and we hadn't worked together for a while. So sometimes we would look for excuses to like, Hey, you know, let's, uh, let's get together. Let's do a gig together. Yeah. And, um, we'll meet somewhere in the middle. Uh, so we can, you know, make sure it's a shitty gig. Um, cause you know, God forbid he would come to Boston or I would come to Los Angeles and we would do good gigs. Right. We did, uh, some casinos in upper peninsula and I remember it was March, right? Is that Michigan? Uh, yeah, yeah. The, Upper Peninsula? The you. The youp. uh So we do the show, right? <laughs> uh, Why isn't that its own state? It, it, sh- <laughs> it, it should be part of people, Canada. They should just take oh it. Oh, my it's, God, those it's people. It's up there. Um, it, and we do the show, and it's in this casino. And the show, I don't even remember how the show went, but um, I'm sure we both killed. Um <laughs> And these two girls come up to us after the show. And they're like, so what are you guys doing after the show? And now, mind you, Keith and I are great buddies. We haven't seen each other in a while. So we we want to just hang out and catch up. We mm-hmm. got like maybe two or three nights together uh, doing some casinos. And these girls come up after the show. What are you guys doing? Oh, we're, we're going to get something to eat. Well, can we come with you? <laughs> and we're like... Okay. So we got like vouchers, you know, meal vouchers from the casino. So we go get our food and we sit down. I think one of the girls had to go get her other girlfriend. So Keith and I order our food. We sit down at this table. Then these other girls come back and they're just sitting there. And uh, we're like, we're like, uh, you know, we're both married. Have
0: you had the ham? Have you had the ham? uh,
2: Or maybe I wasn't. I don't think okay so I wasn't married at the time but I but I was dating my wife. Okay. And um but Ke- but Keith's married. And the girls are like uh you know they sit down and Keith and I are like uh so are you going to get so- you two going to get something. <laughs> you know. And uh we're we're just hanging out and then and then the girls are like are you staying here? And then uh and then Keith's like, oh, God, yeah, the rooms are nice. Oh, they're so nice. Because they had just remodeled this casino. And Keith, like, and I don't know what you were thinking. Keith goes, oh, the rooms are amazing. And they put us up in the suites. You know, like, I, we, we might be the first people to ever stay in the room since they just got remodeled. He goes, you got to see the room. You got to see the rooms. And I'm shooting him daggers like, what are you doing, Keith?
1: Right, right. We can't.
2: You know what I mean? And he's just being friendly. You got to see the room. The girls are like,
3: okay. <laughs> what's, what's the funny The funny thing about that is, um, in my first marriage, I would have been trying to get him out to my room. Oh, sure. But now I'm like, m- my wife's Filipino is freaking great. Man. Right, right. She not once in the we, it'll be nine years in August. And I'll, again, I'll let you get back to my story, your story. Right. I regress, but not once has she. I come in at two thirty because you know how sometimes you drive from like sure. Huntington Beach. Has she said where have you been? Yeah. What were you doing? Yeah. Not once. Yeah. In fact, I'll get out of the gig. I'll call her, and she all she says is drive safe home. Yeah. Can you imagine a comedian having a wife like that? No. Yeah. yeah everybody mine was the has. Same uh, way. Yeah. So when you get one like that, you're going, okay, I'm not screwing this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, because you know you're never going to get another chance. <laughs> anyway, going back to your story. So
2: we take the elevator up to the like you know whatever top floor wherever we're at, <laughs> and he's <laughs> you know leading the way, and I'm right behind. I'm like, what 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 are we doing? We can't have these girls, <laughs> and uh, in the room. This is just such a bad idea. So you know, Keith lets him in. And he's like, "Oh, you know, like uh, it, it's an, it was a nice room, uh, and the you know, brand new be- uh bed, and they got the linens, and they got the they got little. Oh well, yeah, you espresso, guys are the first person uh, to sleep in yeah, it. Yeah, no,
0: it's nice. The, uh, the
3: showers have to tell you how good the room. is, The shower was about the size of this room. It was a square. Oh wow! And then they had, you know, how you have the shower that comes like normally. Mm-hmm. Then they had showers. Oh, they got like six showers. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, 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 in case you want to turn and clean your ass or something. Right, there. Yeah. Just, I mean, it was like uh, the towels. You know how a beach towel is? The towels were twice as big as a beach towel. I stole... I never steal he, towels. He, well, I he, said, he, we gotta steal these towels because this is, like, unbelievable. He
2: was confused. He dried himself off with the duvet cover. But, uh, um...
3: <laughs> <laughs> I just,
1: ah, you bear. are married. You are oh married. You said duvet. <laughs> uh, I have nothing that can got, top that. They, they don't
2: sham, just have the little coffee... They don't have, like, the little coffee maker. They have, like, full-on, like, espresso machines. Mm. Like, or, oh, yeah, like, nice. uh, Keurigs. You wanna that do them. this gig? It was
3: ridiculous.
2: And then, uh... The girls sit down and they're hanging out. Oh, by
3: the way, hold on. You can do the gig now if you want to do it for Barry M- Neal for like 90% less <laughs> the money I don't, than I don't want to do this
0: gig. Yeah, <laughs> there you go.
3: I thought, thought I'd put that in there. Because the gig at the time was twenty six for $2,600 for two days. And I think Barry Neal books it now and it's like $175 Probably. for two days. Oh. I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah. Anyway.
2: But I just remember the, the girls are hanging out there, you know, talking, so what do you do? I know, I guess. And they're to. like, well, we just shot a music video with Snoop Dogg and, <laughs> you know, which is just kind of like furthering the, my, I, I like the, these are not uh, probably, uh, we shouldn't have anybody in the room. And then uh, <laughs> at one point the girls are like, uh, they're like, we're going to go in the bathroom. And they go, they both go in the bathroom. And I'm like, I'm like, Keith, I'm like pulling on his, I'm like, Keith, we got to get these girls out of here. They're probably in there doing coke or something. They're going right. to come out and, you know, their clothes off or whatever. And I'm like, we got to, you know, and then they come out and they are like. are like. Uh, they're like so uh, what do you guys want to do and then just in brutal honesty like I said it was March Keith goes uh, I think the uh, the college tournament's on him we want to watch some basketball (laughs) (laughs) and the girls are like huh and Keith's like yeah it's March Madness it's Sweet 16 you know we're down to the things are heating up and they were just like um so, we're, I guess we're going to go. We're going to go. <laughs> and Keith's like, All right. You don't want to stay and watch the game? And I'm over here just like, Oh, thank God. And they just kind of awkwardly like, Well, see ya. That was, <laughs> and that they was left. it. The, <laughs> o-
3: the only groupies to never get, to never get laid. Enough. And then we sat
0: and we watched basketball.
3: Oh, my God. That's, that's
0: hilarious. So funny. No, I have a. you want to. Oh, go ahead. No, no, no. I talk every week. Go ahead.
3: <laughs> My first gig on the road, mm-hmm. S- swear to God, there's a true story. I hope, p- I hope none p- of these
0: have been lies. Yeah,
3: no, no, no. <laughs> but but when I tell you the story, you'll realize why I said that. So I'm opening a guy named Dave Some I can't remember his last name, but he had just got to the semifinals on Star Search. This was the first time they had Star Search. Dave <laughs> Collier.
0: Dave Collier. That's it. Really? Oh, my God. Su- I was
2: going to throw it out the oh, like.
0: Through the post. <laughs> Come yeah. on. From downtown. It out. Oh, the <laughs> super nice. <laughs> oh, no. Not Dave He's
3: Super nice guy, right? Sure. John, we had the same manager for a long time. John. Name dropping. John Fox was the headliner. Uh, the late John Fox? The late John Fox. Okay. So, it's Greenville, North Carolina. It's a okay. Pun- it's the punchline when they still had all the punchlines. Oh, wow. Yeah, Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's my f- first time out on the road, and mm-hmm. I'm opening. open so, we go to do the show. <laughs> the show's <laughs> over. Fox has got two waitresses, right? Okay, these two, these, you know how I talk, actually, yeah, he talks. Yeah, Okay, these waitresses are coming home with this, right? I'm like, I'm like, you know. And he goes, uh, just just let me lead the way. I know how to do this, right? <laughs> and they're falling in the car, and Fox goes, and then Kuehle, qu- he's sitting over, and, so qu- Kuehle is driving the rental car, and Fox says, okay, this is how it's going to go down. <laughs> <laughs> and then he says, All right, cool you get the one waitress. Nelson, you're the opener, you don't get shit, okay? You're just gonna watch and lurk. <laughs> he goes, I'm gonna put a little bit of coke on the table, not too much, because you don't want the bits talking all night. <laughs> and he goes, Then I'm gonna act like I'm tired and go upstairs. One of them's gonna follow me upstairs. <laughs> so I go, I'm like in the back seat. I go, This isn't gonna work, right? right, right. So we come home, I sit down on the couch, I'm watching TV, and he does exactly this. He goes upstairs. The waitress follows him upstairs. <laughs> cool. He takes the other girl goes in the bedroom. I'm just like, why? The so then he comes downstairs. The, the waitress leaves about, like, 5 o'clock in the morning. I'm like, then Fox comes out about 1130 noon the next day. You know, he's, like, in a T-shirt. And then he he still got his watch on, which is a Rolex. Mm-hmm. And he says to me, "He goes, always wear a Rolex, and remember, they just want a little piece of Elvis." <laughs> 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 and he pops a TV dinner in the oven. <laughs> he t- goes back to bed till about two thirty. <laughs> comes down and goes, "All right, I'll be back in a little while. I'm going to the dog race." <laughs> 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 That was his routine. This was Tuesday and that was Wednesday. That was his routine every day.
0: <laughs> Rest in peace, John Fox. He lived that way till the day he died. And he was funny, good funny dude. Oh, and then I remember I remember I will get that story real quick. Oh. Then I remember I was over it for him and, and he's like, you, you say fuck too much. And I'm like, what? Well, you say fuck too much. I'm like, oh, okay, well that's all right, that's good to know because I don't really want to say fuck a lot. Yeah, you say fuck too much. I'm like, okay. And he brings him on and his opening joke is, two, two firemen, firemen are, are butt fucking in a smoke-filled room. <laughs> yes, exactly. And I'm like, okay, I see what we're dealing with. Two, but- two firemen
2: are butt fucking in a smoke-filled room. The, po- the fire chief comes in and goes, oh my God, this man is suffering from smoke inhalation. He needs mouth to mouth. And the other guy goes, how do you think this got started? <laughs>
0: So you have worked with John first, Fox. My
2: first ever. <laughs> oh, so I gr- I started in Portland, Oregon and Harvey's this is uh nice. this is in probably o oh, maybe 05. Mm-hmm. I think I got my first MC date at Harvey's Comedy Club. Okay. And I was working with John Fox and uh I remember uh sitting in the lobby bar uh the the middle was on stage and and it was like almost getting ready to to, to be the time where he where the headliner needed to come up. So John comes in just like in a in a flash and he goes uh I forgot Danny was I think the bartender or uh, I don't remember his name. He was there forever but um the guy, John comes in and he goes he gets three shots of tequila and he just he walks in the door and he goes line them up. <laughs> and he and he pours him three shots of tequila and then his uh, so he goes boom 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 shoots him down and I'm looking at this guy like this is and you immediately know this is the pre-show routine right you know what I mean just boom 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 three shots of tequila and then he gets a like a double margarita or like a like a margarita in like a pint glass but again probably three shots of tequila in there and uh, he goes "All right, let's go and he gave me his opening uh, his credits or whatever and then I brought him up and he went up and he did and then this is you know this is the routine I realized uh, you know like Friday got two shows three shots of tequila before the first show margarita on stage three shots of tequila before the second show margarita on stage, and uh, I just remember thinking, "Good God! Like, you know, how does this? How does this guy stand?" because yeah. they do three shows Saturday. Yeah. Oh, still? So, oh, uh, back then. They, I well, I don't know if they always do it, but that was mm-hmm. the routine. You did like a five thirty, a seven yeah. thirty, and yeah, ten. Saturday's, Saturdays. Oh, just yeah. Saturday's long day. crazy, yeah. long day. But um, yeah, that was uh, that was the first MC gig I ever did. Uh,
0: how ironic was.
3: is that that our first gigs were with John Fox?
0: Yeah, that's hilarious. And let me tell—I mean, that guy did that. That guy has been around. He was Dangerfield's opener forever. Yeah. He did that every weekend for 30, 40 years, man. Yeah, and then hard, hard colon living. cancer gets him. Yeah. Not even like yeah. drug overdose or heart attack. Colon cancer takes him out, man. Wow. That Thanks. is crazy. <laughs> All right. Uh, where can we find you guys? What's going on? Uh. That's my next
2: one? Oh, you got, got websites?
0: You got. Oh, yeah, website. Sort of uh, KungfuKeith.com. KungfuKeith.com.
2: Awesome. Yeah. Uh, mine's just TylerBow.com, T Y L E R B O E H. Uh, but I'm actually probably more updated frequently on uh, Facebook and Twitter. Um, I'm part of a regular podcast, uh, an MMA uh, themed podcast, uh, Mixed Martial Arts, talk about UFC <laughs> and all that stuff. Uh, the MMA Roasted podcast. So you can hear me on that. Every oh, who week. do you do that with? That's with Adam Hunter. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I like you can, Adam. Uh, if Oh, you, if you're I just talked fan, to Adam the
0: other night. <laughs> he's coming on the show soon.
2: Yeah, he's he's a great guy. And uh, hustler, man, that guy's yeah. one of the busiest dudes. So uh you can listen to that every week. Um I got uh I'm gonna be in Las Vegas this Friday at the dirty at twelve thirty at the South Point Casino. Last Friday. What's up? Last Friday. Last Friday? You're gonna be there last Friday. Okay. I'm gonna be there
0: last Friday. I've already been <laughs> How there. How would it go? The show is fantastic. I love that show. I never do it. I'm not dirty. I never do it. It's just always too late whenever I'm in Vegas. It is. Uh, are you flying out yet? just for the dirty show? Oh, I'm driving out. Or driving out just for the dirty show? Yeah. All right. I, wanna, I got a couple of young bucks coming with me. Maybe Keith
2: will uh, ride along as well and we'll All go right. out there and we'll have a fun time and turn around and drive back. You're gonna turn around and drive back? No, not in the I mean but in the morning. Oh in okay. Mo- not right. that not that night. Jeez. All right. I, I mean, because can... by the time the
0: show's over, it's two or Yeah. Are they putting you up? Uh yeah yeah they give you a room oh it's nice a nice place oh yeah yeah because uh, I'm usually usually the guy called like sees I'm at the improv he's like hey come come on down and it's like after twelve thirty after two shows I don't want to yeah Uber yeah. three miles down the strip on a Saturday Friday night yeah It'll it take is, you an hour and a half it is off the strip uh South Point right yeah South Point Casino nice casino though yeah when are you going are you leaving Friday uh yeah I might be able to get you a Thursday afternoon gig if you can swing it. Uh, I got uh, I got something Thursday. All right. Well, let me know next time you go out. Both of you. I let me know. There's a great uh, Thursday afternoon show. Oh, uh, yeah.
3: cool. Yeah. Nice. All right. Very great.
0: Nice. Uh, I'm always looking for good day gigs. Oh, I know. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's, trust me. It's worth it. It's a blast. It's a yeah, good time. Yeah. Money's money. Yeah. Uh, guys, thank you so much. Uh, come see these guys when they come to your town. Very funny. I am at Murray V at Twitter. Thanks, Engineer Aaron. We'll talk to you guys next week.
3: You want to know about life on the road? It's booze, tacos, angry
2: dwarfs, strippers waving guns And fees, fights, cancel flights, running with the runs Blacklists, bounce
0: checks, great a Bachelorette Drunks <laughs> in the front, making out for your set And middle acts right. doing blow more, missing merch and Drive the rental car past another mega church And
2: juice
1: keys, vagina fist your cell phone is gone One big law and order marathon